to a gift for last, nigga. Must I remind you? Men do what they want, boys do what they can. And it ain't no secret. I'm a grown ass man. With my hand. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. It's your boy 91 Smoke here, man. On this beautiful Sunday afternoon, dog. Hey, listen, y'all check out Big3RollUp.com and check out the Big3RollUp Network on all social media platforms. Check out all the other podcasts we bring into the to the airwaves, man. Check it out, dog. But, dog, I got a special episode today, man. We sitting here kicking back. My boy hit me up a couple weeks ago. He was like, bro, we just need a kickback episode. Like, we had our one where we was real professional with it. Let's let's just get a kickback where we just kicking and talking. So I was like, all right, bro. So come here today, dog. Once again, on this beautiful Sunday, I bring my brother, Mark Wilson, here in the studio with me right now. Mark, bro, what's up, dog? What's going on, my brother? Chilling, man. Chilling, bro. What you been up to this weekend, dog? Uh, this weekend, man, I threw a little... Some on the barbecue for the kids yesterday. We kicked back and enjoyed uh, Space Jam 2. How you like that movie? Huh? You like uh, man, as an adult, I, I did, man. Yeah, I enjoyed right. it because I was able to see the message that LeBron, to me, I felt like he was giving the message to, to black dads and, and black parents in general to uh, make sure to take interest into what's important to your kids yeah. so they're not manipulated by anyone on the outside, you know what I'm saying? That was that was big to me and just seeing my uh seeing my boys light up from all the animations and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, man, it, like, was, it, it was so dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, cuz uh, that's one thing I got from just the beginning of the movie like, "All right, yeah. I see where LeBron going with this one." Like uh, he wasn't paying attention to uh, his son. And yeah. It was crazy cuz them two kids look just almost like his uh like yeah. Ronnie and uh his other son. And I mean, the thing about it, what what was crazy about it, I was reading a lot of stuff where uh, grown men were saying that they didn't like the movie yeah. or it wasn't compared to the classic. But what people got to learn, you got to take it for what it is. And when I, uh, I was just riding this morning, man, going to the grocery store. And that's when I was like, damn, you know, there was a deeper message mm -hmm. that LeBron was sending to black dads. And when he hit me, I caught chills. I was like, man, you know, that was dope right there. Bro, and then for him to show up to that game last night, I said, man, it hit me. I said, bro, LeBron really the GOAT, dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, bro, he, he, this, he stamped it, bro. The drop a movie, then show up to the, the finals game, yep. just chilling. Just, bro, that's, to, that's real, dog. He did that to support yeah. Chris Paul because, you know, they, they got a great relationship, yeah. man. So, you know. Like you said, it's it's it, it really is a stamp, man. I you know I I think the world of Brun Brun that my, that my guy. Bro, that that movie, man. I was like, dog, bro, because uh, I I seen people saying that I was like, bro, you got to have picture yourself as a kid when you saw Space Jam. Yep. The older people was probably like, man, what the hell, is Michael doing, dog? Right. He ain't no he ain't no uh, Doctor J or no what the hell he doing, but right. nah. Bro, let the kids be the kids and watch yeah, the bro. movie, dog. Because it was a car. You got to see kids don't even watch Looney Tunes no more. Right. They don't know yeah. half the characters. So, that, you know, I, like I said, man, and, and the way they reference the the entire Warner Brothers, other cartoons yeah. and animated series and movies, I was like, man, that's, that's, that's dope right there. Yeah. Man. 
And I feel like Brian really had a hand in that too, because you know he a big kid at yeah, heart too. Yeah. He like cartoons and stuff, so I know he had a big hand in that, man. Uh, we we got to give some credit to my boy Don Cheetah too, dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> dude is. I don't think I don't think bro get enough credit, credit for him being an actor overall. I I think I think bro really deserved. The Oscar man, he 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 did a hell of a job. If you ask me, he did, bro. He did, bro. That Al uh, Al Good man, Al G yeah, dog, bro. He his range, bro. His his range, yeah. Don Cheadle, man. I know uh, my mom. She put me on um, Denzel Washington movie, uh, Devil in a in a Blue Dress or something like. It's an yeah. old ass movie, and Don Cheadle in it. He played this dude named Mouse, who you can't. The thing is, you can't leave nobody around Mouse. If you want yeah. Mouse to watch somebody. He gonna kill him, so that was Don Cheadle, yep. and I'm like, dog, from seeing him then when I was a kid to seeing him now, and just the range of the movies in between yep. he done done. That dude really had him and Forrest Whitaker. I got to put them up there. Yeah, two. I, I definitely Denzel top one top, for yeah. me, and it's crazy because every time you think you've seen all the Denzel movies, <laughs> you find another one. And I, I remember a couple of weeks ago. I was watching the hurricane. Right. He was a boxer. Yeah, yeah. Last night, I'm just scrolling. I got so many TV subscriptions. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, let me check some of this stuff. Yeah. I get on Hulu, and he got a movie where he's a train conductor. Uh huh. And I gotta get the name of it. I text it to you, but I'm like, yo, this this shit dope. Like he got so much work. Of course, I seen the devil in the blue dress. Yeah. That's when I. Uh, it was it was big on leading white women yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, definitely, definitely a lot of dope, and, and especially my boy Forrest Whitaker, man. But yeah, Denzel, dog, man. Uh, he it's like he can get a small role. Like he just like to act, bro. That's yeah. how he just like to act, yeah. dog. Like that movie he did on uh, was it HBO? He just did that little. It was like a oh yeah, where he was the, the, uh, the police officer. Yeah, like an investigator. Yeah, yeah. that was a good movie. Man, Denzel, dog, uh, shit, bro. Like, dog, we was talking about LeBron. You was talking about LeBron and family, man. Like, we both young and um, and we got married young, dog. Uh, right. You know, like, talk about that, man. How old was you when you got married, bro? Oh, man, I think I was like 23. Uh, I was a, uh, going into my senior year in college, man. And in college, you know, you go through a lot of things on your own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, you know, because me and my girl, we, we had been rocking since, uh, well, we've been knowing each other since high school. She was a star athlete, flag football, track, basketball. She did it all. And she would never give me any play. She wouldn't give me the time of day. But we, you know what I'm saying, we was cool. We weren't best friends. But uh, getting to college, man, just, uh, she was just the type of girl that, you know, she was always in my corner. Anytime I needed anything, she was there for me. And, you know, she pushed me to not just be an athlete, man. You know, she encouraged, do your homework, do your reports, because, you know, you got to graduate. And she made that the number one priority in my life. And I would have never, you know what I'm saying, when I was in college, I was just playing ball because, you know what I'm saying, that's what I was good at. But, you know, my girl helped me see the importance of that, man. And then, you know, as time grew, we, we just got closer. 
And, you know, I was just like, man, it's, it's time to stop playing games and just do, you know. I ain't, when you got a good one, bro, you know. Yeah, You know bro. what I'm saying? Bro, the way I was, it's funny you say that shit, bro. So, for what, you know, when I hit you up, it was on short. I'm just going to let y'all know. When I hit my, uh, my bro, it was on short notice, bro. Like, damn, 11 something, this, <laughs> 11 something this morning. He was like, all right. He was like, yeah, bro, I come over. So, I'm sitting thinking. Coming home thinking, uh, chilling, thinking about what we're going to talk about, bro. And I thought about this because I knew we were both young and yeah. married, bro. And you say that, dog. And, and I'm thinking, bro, I was like, man, like, all all us niggas, like, we got a line in our head that we're going to be this great thing, right? Mm-hmm. But we need that battery pack to push us, mm-hmm. to put that energy in us. And I think when we find that lady, dog, that's when yeah. we go better, dog. Because I think about, like, me, like, I had all these things I want to think about doing, dog, but, like, a I could just think and do them, but then your lady going to be there. But I thought you said you was going to do this. Right. Like, you got to remember what you came here for. You got to do this. Like, that thing in the back of your head, that's going to keep you going, dog. Yep. So, when you find that one, it's hard. Niggas don't find it at a young age, bro. What, what it is, man, we we both found strong black women that weren't afraid to hold us accountable. Yeah. So, if, if we say we're going to do something in front of them... They're not going to forget it because they know what we're talking about is to help better ourselves and lives. Yeah. And I think as men uh, who are not overly prideful, we can see in our lady that, you know what, she holding me accountable and she tell it, she going to tell me what I need to hear. And and once we figured out, you know what, dog, she right. Yeah. It ain't nothing wrong with listening to what the fuck she telling me yeah. especially if the outcome is me being a greater yeah. man and a greater provider and a, and a and a better husband yeah bro that but bro that, i ain't gonna lie bro uh that shit hard that shit was hard when i was like a couple years ago when i was younger yeah, of course. that shit was hard like you know in your head you like man what the hell i'm gonna listen to her right. folks she yeah she know that, that's the young you yeah know, you know what i'm saying and, and it was the young me but i figured it out at a young age Okay, everything she's helped me with or told me to do, the outcome was always better. So then it becomes like we a team. Yeah. Like me and my girl like Shaq and Kobe. Yeah. I'm Shaq. I let her handle the ball. Yeah. But I'm going to bring it home. Yeah. But sometimes, most of the time, if she handling the rock and she she dropping the joints, that's cool. Because Shaq was still the MVP of yeah. the finals. But Kobe is the man. So that's how I look at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a, We're a team, bro. And sometimes that shit, a lot of times it's give and push. Mm-hmm. She know the areas I'm strong in just like your girl know the areas you strong in. My girl is my better half, real talk. My wife my better half, bro. Yeah. But I think, dog, like, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, it... it I just be thinking, you know, like, just praying, like, bro, because I be seeing brothers just be going through it. Yeah. I be like, dog, bro. You know, you. Man, they go through it because they don't have an outlet, and, and they feel like they the only one going through it. Yeah. And and that's what we got to understand as black men, it's normal to feel that way, bro, because that's just regular shit you go through. That's just life. Yeah. Like marriage is, marriage marriage can be difficult, bro. But if if you in a marriage where you can, to me the best marriage is where you can be honest about how you feel, 
and and just be 100% open. No matter if it's going to hurt that person as your spouse or significant other, you owe your spouse the honest to God truth about how you feeling. And if y'all got that connection, you good in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit, bro. Um, like, dog. So, uh, you, what, how old were you when you had your first child? That was 24. I gra- I had turned, it was, I graduated college in uh-huh. July. And then I had Taj in September. But my birthday was in June. So I had just turned 24. So the, this was the timeline June was my birthday. Turned 24, graduated July 15th. Taj was born September 5th. So I was, when I got out of college, bro, I had like a couple of weeks yeah, to yeah. like find a job, get right. Bro, I was working at ABC Liquors. I was making like nine bucks an hour. Yeah. Bro, that was, and then, and then I'm just coming off of being the star player on campus to now. I'm back home, mm. standing in the apartment with no direction or no clue of what the fuck I'm going to do in life. And the only person was there to hold my hand and encourage me was my motherfucking girl. And then she went back to school. Yeah. And she went to night school. Yeah. So we would get home. It's just Different me and my time. son, yeah. my girl in class till like 10 o'clock. So I'm dealing with a newborn like, yo, what what's going on? Yeah. You talking about uh learning who you really are and learning to deal with your mental struggles and issues. Man, that was a time for me, bro. This just twenty four. Oh, this at twenty four, bro. Yeah. We ain't even getting into twenty five, twenty six. So them, them, it, you know what I'm saying? It's been some hard fought battles, man. But you know, if you got somebody who who with you, you always come out strong on the other side. Yeah, at that at that time, do you um, were you transitioning into being that person? You were trying to get to that person, or were you still in your your young young way still? <sighs> That's a hell of a question. Honestly, bro, it was a little bit of both because it's hard to let go of. You had dreams and inspirations. You getting phone calls from scouts about the NFL. Like, you're literally threading the needle of of crossing over to what you always worked for. And then it's gone just like that. But I was able to deal with it because on the other side, I had my, my, my wife keeping me grounded. And when I say grounded, she was keeping it real with me. Like, okay... This may or may not work out, but we still need a plan. So she was able to help me cope with a lot of that, uh, with a lot of that trauma. Transition, man. Yeah. yeah, trauma and transition. She helped me cope with it. Yeah, cause you you coming from playing D one ball. Yep. Then yeah, yeah, I can see that. Dog. And, you know, you t- having a child, then you yeah. want to train for football. Do I train or do I? And it's crazy that that was the biggest dilemma for me and. When I say dilemma, not a dilemma, but that that made it easy for me because as soon as I found that I was having a child, because you see these guys that that they make sacrifices to lead their kids, and I'm not saying it's wrong or right. Sometimes it pay off and sometimes it don't. 
But I knew more than anything, I wanted to be a father who was there 24-7 more than I wanted to play NFL football. I could be a sure a sure father, bro. Mm-hmm. If they had a Hall of Fame for fatherhood, I wanted to be that. More than I wanted to be on TV oh, playing yeah. ball, bro. That's you know what I'm saying? That that was my dream as a as a kid, because I didn't have my father. Yeah. So that always drove me to be better in life. Yeah, not not with that part, um what, did you find it harder like to try to learn? Because you you having to learn, but you had your uncle there to teach you how to yeah. how to be uh the father, the best yeah. father you can. But did you uh see that sometimes with your dad not being there? Did you see that sometimes affecting you? Uh absolutely. Honestly, bro, it affect it affects me more now that I'm older. Yeah. And when Father's Day come around, I don't hear from my pops. Mm. And I'm like, fuck it, I ain't calling that nigga. He 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 wanna pops to me, but he out, he could call me. So it affects me more now. But uh you mentioned my uncle. My uncle he was a great example of how to be a, a a disciplined man. My uncle was more of a general, a military man, more so than a a father figure. It was like we understand, you know what I'm saying? He he made it known to us, I'm here to provide and feed y'all. And that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And he did it. Uh man, naturally, and it's it's a, I could say the same thing about my wife. Just like we was talking about leadership and, and leaders on the last episode, I think uh, you, you can't write a book on fatherhood or motherhood because that got to be in you. Yeah. And as you know, as a man, I think that came to me uh, in my instincts. But I'm still learning, bro, how to be a how to be a better father. And my kids teach me more than anybody could could tell me just from. They'll come tell you, hey, daddy, look, you've been working all day. Come come outside and play basketball with us. Yeah. It's like, damn, they, they telling you straight up, like, we need your attention. You need to take a break. Yeah. That shit hit me. Then when we was talking about, bro, I'm like, you know what? I do a lot with my kids. Yeah. But I said, man, that made me feel like I could do more as a father. I could be better. Yeah. Just... Man, I, after that, man, me and my son, we just went down the street and ate some tacos. Just spent quality time together. Yeah. Just, you know what I'm saying? And we just talked. Like, of course, he was talking about kid stuff, but I had to actually show interest. Like, I was like, you know what? That is pretty dope. Like, yeah. that shit, man, you know, when, when you when you open and when you can, you know what I'm saying, relate to that stuff, man, it's a beautiful thing, bro. Yeah. Ayo. Not the, the, go ahead and go to the uh, transition to the next subject, dog. You was talking about T Pain, right? Uh, Teddy. <laughs> so uh, before we get off here, we was talking about T Pain, man. That was a good talk, bro. That was a good talk, yeah, right yeah. That was a good talk. We got uh, he had T Pain, man. Talking, he said, uh, the music needs to change. Like people need to get uh, be original, be themselves more. You see that in music a lot lately. Honestly, man, with with all the mainstream stuff going on. Like, it's hard for me to get into a new artist. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, I just started giving 21 Savage a listen. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, because of his public appearance, I kind of judged him and I was wrong for that. 
but the dude makes good quality music that I would, you know, I can bump mm. on a daily basis, but I feel where T-Pain is coming from, but T-Pain got to also understand that he was an innovator. He was a generational talent. Yeah. They ain't gonna you know what I'm yeah. saying? It, 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 T, I'm not trying to say he's up there with the Michael Jacksons, but in our day and age, you can't name a motherfucker who our era, T-Pain was that nigga. He made the moonwalk on with his you voice, though. He made the moonwalk with his voice, bro. And you'll never get anything Anything anybody do with auto-tune, the first person they're going to think about it is T-Pain. They don't even think about Zap, Roger Zap and them, and the Zap see, band. You see what I'm they saying? They don't even think about them no more, dog. And, the, and, and them boys lit now. Yeah. Man. You know, the yeah. classics. But T-Pain rewrote that agenda, and he took it, and he ran with it. And, and he changed the game. And I think what T-Pain is really seeking and hungry for is another generational talent, but you got to be patient for that. Yeah. You know how you know how long it's gonna be before we see another LeBron James. You you you, I, you know me and T, we be trying to figure out like who we watching the game, who gonna be now. Giannis, the way he been balling out there, he he it, it kind of maybe maybe in the future, a couple years, but I can't I don't see nobody right now. Giannis is a great talent, yeah, but we talking about generational talent now. We talking about. Can Giannis go anywhere in the league and generate a championship? We we when we speak about LeBron, we're talking about a floor general. Yeah. Who can make everybody around him better. When Giannis is on the court, he takes away from other players because he dominates the paint. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Now you could do you could, LeBron could be in the paint. He could be at the, you know places, what I'm saying? So he won't have to dominate one area. At exactly, time. and he facilitate. Now, now I'm not taking nothing away from Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. I think the dude now his his athleticism and his build, you'll probably it'll probably be a while before we see that again. Giannis remind me of a modern day Doctor J. Yeah, he. So it's like. But yeah. But but who you gonna say remind you of LeBron? LeBron, I that's what man, you know, they try to boost uh, you know, we getting into sport, they try to boost uh uh oh boy uh Zion again, but yeah. I don't know, if you wanna be Le- you got to start jump out the gate doing that. You can't right. just in, in four years in the league now you starting to right. you got to jump out the gate dominating and going to the playoffs and taking it there. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, ain't nobody that, did that yet. But that's that's how that's what I mean by the, by generational talent. It's gonna be his son. Oh, that's the next. We hope. Yeah. But is that fair to his son, bro? No, that's not. That's not. That's not. It's not. Come bro. on, bro. It's that's, not. That's man. How would that make you feel if you it's was not, Le- bro. if that's you was LeBron's son? Would you even want to play ball knowing what we know? Nah. Because we got so many other things we could do. And still be successful. Like he can guarantee he gonna dominate the sports, uh, the right. talk shows for the next four or five years. But do he want to live in the light of being the son, uh, Le- LeBron's son? Because you got some kids that don't want to do that. See, that's why I think uh, go piggyback. It's crazy how it all flowed. Mind y'all, we did not write this or nothing. Going no back, script. To, going back to Space Jam. When his it was the the young son, right? Yeah. And that's the one who I think that's not gonna might not like basketball like that going like 
when he get older, yeah. he might be just like in Space Jam, how he wasn't like he wanted to do computer stuff. I kind of yep. feel that from his youngest son. What what the thing is that could be true. Yeah, that's why I was like, this movie crazy because it might this might be some true junk that he trying to, to, to speak out. Yeah, man, we, we, I speak on it um, with my boys. Uh, when Todd got like two or three, and he started playing sports, I couldn't really see it then. But he was always a smart kid, so I was like, okay, he'll be he'll be the type of kid that can go to school without sports. But then as he got older, and I started seeing like, okay, this this dude like, I make him play with seven and eight year old. My son is only five. So I make him play with kids that's built the same way he's built. He don't know their age. He's just out there playing and enjoying, but he's always the top one. Did you have him at the track the other uh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. other week? Yeah, I seen. But that's because he wanted to run yeah. track. I never say, hey, let's do this. He'd be like, Daddy, it's you know, I wanna play soccer. I wanna play T ball. I was like, let's get it then. And if I can get this get the coaching spot on the team, which I normally do, I you know, I coach them up and we go do what we do, man. We just be trying to have fun, bro. Yeah. That's good, bro. But my youngest son? Yeah. He go. He's uh I, I call him my Mike. Yeah. My he's my Mike backer. Because my youngest son has the grit and the attitude. He don't take shit from nobody. And that's that piggies back to me, you know what I'm saying, what I was talking about on our last episode. Like Certain football players and certain positions, sometimes it's just people that's made in life to do that. Do it, yeah. Now, I'm not saying that's what my son has to do, but he definitely has it in him. Like, my, my older son, what's the dude from Florida State, the safety that went in uh, the um, Myron Road? That, that's oh, the, the doctor? That's yeah. The yeah, yeah, the Rose Scholar. Road, yeah. Um, I feel like my son can be one of them type of guys. Yeah, you know, Stanford them. Yeah, you know, yeah. even Ryan Miljuanza. Yeah, a lot. but my youngest son, he's like a pit bull, and he just he vicious, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it is, you know, but you see that being a father because you can see a little bit of yourself. And you, you you can see yourself in your kids, man. But you know the key point in all that, Mark, and we're gonna end it. Is that you acknowledging it early because you there and you paying attention. Yep. That's what mattered, dog. Yep. And that's what LeBron movie was about, dog. There it is. Paying attention, man. Hey, listen, man. That's another episode of Smoke Screen Podcast, dog. I appreciate y'all for checking us out, dog. Mark, what you want to end it end it with? What song you want to end it with? Oh, man. Well, I was riding over here. You know, it's like nostalgia, man. This is where we, where we made it at. Yeah. So, of course, I was uh, bumping that Kanye and that Nas that we made you. Appreciate y'all for checking me out, man. You motherfuckers.
better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up and I can't control it, can't hold it, it's so nuts I take a sip of that yak, I wanna fuck I take a hit of that chronic, it got me stuck But really what's amazing is how I keep blazing Towel under the door, I'm smoking to the days And puff, puff, and pass, don't fuck up rotation Hypnotic for Henny, that nigga, that's a chaser Turn nothing to something, that pippin' that's a savior Best things like green, that pippin' get your paper High off the ground instead of skyscraper Cool out, thinking we local, come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major We major? Come on, homie, we made you, we made you. Come on, homie, we made you, we made you. Come on. Feeling better than some head on a Sunday afternoon. Better than a chick that say yes too soon. Until you have a daughter, that's what I call karma. And you pray to God she don't grow breast too soon. Projects toe up, gang signs stone up. Niggas hats broke off, that's how we grow up. Why else you think shorties write rhymes just to blow up? Get they first car and then IRS show up. He ain't never had shit, but he had that nine. Nigga come through flicking and he had that shine. Put two and two together in a little bad weather. Gonna be your whole family on that funeral line. As the Reverend was a strip club's cool. If my tips help send a pretty girl through school, that's all I want. Like, rhinos want they good whiskey. I ain't in the clan, but I brought my hood with me. You motherfuckers better do your job and roll up and watch how we roll up. And I can't control it, can't hold it, it's so nuts. I take a sip of that yak, I wanna fuck. I take a hit of that chronic, it got me stuck. But really, what's amazing is how I keep blazing. Towel under the door, I'm smoking to the days. And puff, puff, the pass, don't fuck up rotation. Hypnotic for Henny, that nigga, that's a chaser. Turn nothing to something, that pippin', that's a savior. Best things like Bring that pip and get your paper High off the ground instead of skyscraper Cool out thinking we local Come on homie we major We major 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 Come on homie we major I heard the beat and I ain't know what to write First line should it be about the holes of the ice Four foes of black price Both flows would be nice Rap about big paper on the black man flight at the studio console, ask my man to the right What this verse sound like, should I freestyle or write? He said Nas with the fans, when it's Illmatic still Looked at the pad and pencil and jotted what I feel Been like 12 years since a nigga first signed Now I'm a free agent and I'm thinking it's time To build my very own Motown Cause rappers be deprived of executive 9 to 5 And it hurts to see these companies be stealing the life And I love to give my blood, sweat and tears to the mic So y'all cop the LPs and y'all fiends got dealt I'm Jesse Jackson on the balcony, the king got killed I survived the lava niggas around Lasting longer than more than half of you clowns Look, I used to cook before I had the game took Either way my change came like Sam Cook Yeah Things like
ring left hip and get your paper High off the ground instead of skyscraper Cool out thinking we local, come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major We major? Come on homie, we major We major Come on homie, we major We major uh, uh. Can I talk my shit again? Can I talk my shit again? I can't believe I'm back up in this motherfucker. I'ma be late though. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna wear. Yeah. The rock is definitely in the building. Definitely in the building I gotta say what's up to Tony Williams On the vocals He sings quite beautifully, don't you agree? Don't you agree? Uh. And John Bryan on the keys right now And Warren Campbell on the keys right now So they ask me why you call the late registration, yeah? Cause we taking these motherfuckers back to school. If you know this part right here, 